Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus, a salty, slightly cynical account of epilepsy and neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. Oh, and a whole lot of tangents. And now, Seizure Salad, with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah Beard. You know, let's, let's maybe shift gears really quick here and... and talk a little bit. Um, we spoke about this during the support group, and I'd like to expand on it a little bit, what the implications are for not only the medical world and how they treat us, but also to expand on that, what kind of implications it means for us as patients who are using these medications and not even if we're non-medicated, just knowing, being able to track and get an idea of our personal seizure cycles. So how about we start with the medical side of it? Yeah, the, uh, that's the thing. The, if you have, if you have seizures and if you have a, if you can pinpoint the kind of, uh, uh, cycles that you have, especially if you're, if you have them over a, a two to three week span, then then you can look at adjusting your medications in that respect too. Because you know it's it's anybody who has been taking medications, uh, you know the doctor first thing they do is say, okay, take take one of these in the morning, take one in the evening, and you know that's it. Yeah, we'll adjust it maybe a little bit, but it's always on a daily cycle. You know, well if you're having seizures over a two to three week span. You know, then they can think about maybe adjusting your your medication in that respect too. When you were low uh, possibility of having seizures, we'll give you a, a low dosage of medication, and when your seizures are more likely, give you a higher dose of medication. Another thing that we probably realize if you're having seizures is there's for whatever medication you take, you're going to have a, a side effects of it. You know, uh, you know anybody that, of course, anybody that knows about Kepra. You know, that's that's a bad one. You know, you you're going to have side effects of it. Uh, there's other other pills that you take that maybe make you uh, dizzy. There's pills that make you uh, sleepy. Uh, and if you can adjust those pills so that you don't take as much of it when you're less likely to have seizures, then that's going to that's going to affect how you are able to handle these sort of things. And of course, the next the next thing you think about is, well, if I'm not taking as many pills, my side effects are not as bad, then I can need lead a more so-called normal life. You know, I can I can deal with this. And of course also you can plan out your life. You know, if you have uh situations like uh, you know traveling or uh, getting out and doing things and then you can plan on those sort of ideas. And when you're you know maybe you're getting closer to the, to the time when you may be knowing that you're going to have likelihood of seizures then you can back off, you know, you know, stay at home and not get out and do things. You know? and, and when that time period is over, then get back to, uh, you know, get back to your more normal and active lifestyle. You know, that, that's some, some of the things that are, uh, you know, that you can think about, you know, and, uh, they, they published another paper just last year at, at a doctor's conference that says, uh, if anybody's gone through a video EEG type thing, you know, that you, you know, what does the doctor do? They plan, and the EG, you know, well, they keep you in the hospital for two to three weeks waiting for you to have a seizure. Well, if you're more likely to have a seizure, 
you know, uh, next week, then they'll put you in the hospital next week instead of keeping you there for three weeks at a time waiting for you to have a seizure. Uh, and you're and in your low risk. Reduces mode. your, the cost of, yeah, you know, yeah. you're waiting for you to have one, you know, you're not going to have one for, for two weeks. You know? So that's, that's something to, to think about as well. Right. Uh, the, the whole, and that the whole thing that, uh, that they're talk, talking about is, is, you know, it, your old, your old lifestyle is completely changed. You know? mm-hmm. um, one thing that the another thing is mentioned that this this is not just for for epilepsy or for seizures. It's, it's something that, that affects anybody that has like heart heart disease or uh, you know uh, lung disease or anything like that. The, this cyclic nature affects any kind of disease or or uh, medical condition. You know, so okay. the, the okay. whole the whole world of, of uh, medical conditions is, is affected by this. Gotcha. So we're just, just kind of tracking out and trying to figure out what your cycles are. Yeah. Aha. Aha. So this isn't just, yeah. All right. So I was under the, I was under the assumption, um, actually that, that the cyclical nature of this was, was neurological, but this is just bio. This is biometric, like overall. This is oh yeah. This is the way. Yeah, it overall, rolls. yeah. But uh, okay. yeah, if you read through, you read read through other studies, they say yeah, this this is something that can affect other body parts as well. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And i I remember I remember it mentioning things like like you can you can stroke things, MS, um, and other stuff. So th- yeah, that kind of that does make sense, and. Yeah, I like this. I like this idea a lot. And you yeah, meant you touched yeah. on something a lot, like the reduction in medical costs, not only for sleepover EEGs, but in the little things. Because you and I both know when you read the fine print on your seizure medications and you you do the math and it's mm-hmm. like you're in the morning you're popping a seventy-five, eighty dollar pill, you know, and that that's mm-hmm. just it's yeah. astoundingly expensive. Um, and so if you're able to accurately track the these seizure cycles, and everyone's different, everyone's got a different um, pattern. That's and, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you're able to track that, you're going to save so much money on the little things as well. And you're going to do such less damage to your internal organs because these things aren't too good for your That's body right. parts either. Yeah. 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 So, so what do you, and then uh, yeah, you, just go just ahead. Don't want to bet shit. You know, don't want to back it. Okay. Then that, that backs up then, you know, let's, let's talk about the pill companies themselves. You know, how do they get, how do they get approved by the FDA? You know, they, uh, they test the pills against people. They test them on a daily basis. Well, then they have to take into account the fact that the people that they're testing against have their own cycles, you know. So now we've got to go back and look at that. You know, this person that we tested against, they have a cycle. So they have to take these t- pills that we tested. Did we think about the fact that they were testing against somebody who had a certain cycle in their, their nature? So now we got to go back and re- rethink how pills are tested, you know. So right. that's something to be thought about as well. It's actually would be saving the pharmaceutical company money. It would save FDA yeah. money um, and it would vastly improve safety measures all around. If you could yeah. 
I mean, you volunteer for any one of these studies, and before you do anything, you they study you. You wear you wear a wearable watch that tracks your mm-hmm. metrics, right? And then you do that for a year, six months to a year before you even start the meds. That makes sense to me. Then they have an idea of where your cycle is, and they can test the meds based off of that. So not everybody's doing this this mm-hmm. blanket test. Everyone's doing a different dosage based off of each individual cycle. Mm-hmm. I like this. It's like drilling down. It's really taking really take into account the individuality of everything cuz sounds to me like you're you're similar to me. I'm on like I'm on my eighth medication in just my second year of of my diagnosis. And even this yeah. doesn't look like it's fully working 100%. And I've given, I've honestly, mm-hmm. Kent, I've given up on it working 100%. Um, I'm just looking for the med that minimizes the, the grandmas and, and with the least shitty side effects. That's right now, that's my near future goal. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the sentence on. Use it as a weapon when it's sudden.